Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghosts Chronicles International with the renowned ghost hunter Steve Parsons and the humble Van Helsink Ron Kolick right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Are you so, being modest Steven, again? What's up? Are you being all modest again? In- I'm always modest. I I'm not elitist like you. some people I know. Like, who would I'm that be? I'm just saying, some people seem to be very elitist. I'm not that guy. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Stephen, we're getting a northeaster, so guess what you're going to get? Well, we're having a really, well, we're having uh, some nice sunny weather over here, so you can keep your storms. Enjoy it while you can. It's on its way. You can keep your storms. It's a huge one, a huge one. Do you know, one thing I would like, weather-wise... Is if you could fix it, is um, I, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a weather f- junkie, and uh-huh. uh, w- when we were in um, uh, Florida, we d- I did manage to achieve an ambition, which was a, a tornado. Um, oh, yeah. I've been before. Uh, which was pretty cool. Um, when I was in California, I did manage to uh, I think it was a three and a half on the Richter scale earthquake. Yeah. It's a- um, now your, like I, I know it's probably early in the season, but if you can fix up a hurricane, hurricane for September, that'd be cool. Uh, hurricane season, I think, is over by then. It's just starting, isn't it? Is it? No, it starts in June, I believe. Oh, well, never mind. I don't know. Never I could mind. be wrong, you know. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not infallible like some people. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have some good news for you anyways. Go on. Because at uh, SpurRequest uh, in September, um, we will be doing a red light seance Ooh. with the cabinet. Ooh, good man. Mm. And for those who don't, do you know what a red light seance is? I do. Doesn't it involve those nice ladies that we pay 50 bucks an hour for? If I say you pay 50 bucks an hour for? No, oh, not that sort of red light. That's, that's, that's it. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I'm sorry, a little slow there. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that was really good, but it just, I, I just, uh, you know, I was thinking psychic. Hello, and, darling, see if you can make this move. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, do you, do you know? Well, do you know what a red light science is? Yes. Uh, it, in fact, it's 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 a slight misnaming because um, yeah, uh, the vast majority of seances took place uh, in either virtual darkness. The red light was introduced a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, the original seances were just uh, conducted under very low lighting. Normally, yeah, that's gas. the difference between a seance and a red light seance. We're definitely talking yeah. about two different animals here. Yeah, um, but the, the the red light seances, it's sort of, uh, it's more of an early 20th century thing, mm-hmm. late 19th century. 
and, um, and cabinet. Do you know about the cabinet? I know about the cabinet very well. It uh, depends which version you're going to use, of course. Are we going for the curtain strung across the corner of the room? Or are, you, are we going for the actual Davenport cabinet? The Davenport cabinet was, was the, the original one. But the problem with – see, what happened is uh, the magicians used to take the uh, red light sands uh, on the road with them as well. And the cabinets were just too heavy. So what they would do is they would build cabinets in every city they went to and would leave them there. And they'd come back around again and the cabinet would be there. So eventually the magician changed the original cabinet to a curtain because it was more portable. Oh, well, in all of the uh, traditional sort of home parlor seances, uh, mm-hmm. and of course in, in the National Laboratory for Psychical Research, uh, they, uh, they just made do with heavy drapes uh, across the corner of a room as, the, as yeah. a spirit cabinet. Of course, the medium didn't enter the cabinet. Traditionally, the medium sat in front of the cabinet mm-hmm. um, as part of the circle with the, the cabinet behind them. Well, the, well, the whole idea is, is they would be secured as well. Well, in, the cabinet in, was there to provide a an enclosure for for the spirit to manifest and to uh, conduct whatever it was spirit wanted to do. Um, but the medium, uh, it was the Davenports, I think, were amongst the first to actually sit in the cabinet. And as you said, right. that was part of the stage show. Uh, right. But tra- in traditional seances, of course, the medium doesn't sit in the cabinet. Correct. The medium sits immediately in front of the cabinet. Right. And one of the purposes of the cabinet is, is to prevent the medium from uh, shenanigans. Uh, yeah, one of the purposes. But, of course, it's one also a great way. Well, it, it also was a very good way for the medium, for some mediums, to create the shenanigans. Because it, well, it allowed, it allowed uh, things to be taken into the sounds room or access into the sounds chamber or things to be hidden. Um, and many mediums were caught with assistants who were accessing the cabinet from another room or from a, uh, a panel mm-hmm. in the floor. Um, but there are many instances, uh, the Schneiders, for, for example, um, were the... The medium was heavily controlled, and the location was secure. Right, uh, and, and access to the cabinet was was uh, impossible. Right, and in fact, Houdini, whose birthday was yesterday, actually uh, used to incorporate exposing mediums in his show. And uh, the, one of the most famous ones was the Boston medium, Marjorie. And, yeah, yeah, and of course, she used to perform in the nude. Um, well, yeah, her, uh, she, and she used to, uh, used to be quite like being um, examined as well. No, she uh, didn't mind at all. No, not, not the slightest. Her, uh, her husband was a doctor. Mm-hmm. So um, it made it good. And, um, of course, Houdini constructed a very special box for um, Marjorie or Mina Crandon. And um, she complained because it, it basically it was like a steam chest because only her head stuck out of it. Uh, and she got into a terrible row with Houdini because she actually accused, or her spirit guide accused uh, Houdini of sneaking a folding ruler into the cabinet <gasps> prior really? to introducing her um, and said that, uh, you know, Houdini had, had placed it there. He, could, he, of course, said that he hadn't. Um, but it cast a doubt, she, you know... It, it, the spirit guide cast doubt over Houdini and actually claimed that he was fraudulently setting up Marjorie. Really? 
uh, using this folding rule, secreted into the cabinet. Wow. But it's, you know, it's certainly an interesting thing, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, uh, on, in May, I will be attending a magician's circle, and one of the gentlemen who will be the special guest here is someone who actually worked with Houdini and uh, actually uh, made some of the devices for him as well. So uh, I'm really excited about that, and they'll also be uh, – Demonstrating uh, the red light sanctuary, as long along with uh, some other uh, things. So I'm really excited about that. It should be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. And the interesting thing about Houdini is everybody assumes that Houdini, of course, was uh, a debunker of mediums, and he, he famously was very against mediums. Oh, that's because uh, he included them in the show. The debunking part. That's right. But. I, he became, you know, initially he went to contact his mother um, and right. he became frustrated that mediums were not, were not able to supply that link that he so desperately wanted um, and that he realised that because he was such a skilled music, uh, magician, he realised that they were actually having one over on him or trying to have one over on him. And so he used their tricks to expose them back. But, uh, you know, intrinsically, he, he set out on a quest to, to try and contact his, his, uh, the spirit of his mother because yep. he was, you know, at the start intrinsically a believer. And he became embittered towards the mediums. But, you know, right to the very end, he still always had that hope, that desire for contact with his mother. Right. I mean, his so, good friend at that time was Sir Arthur Conning Doyle. And uh, that became a bit of a sticking point between the two of them. Uh, yeah, by Houdini and Conan Doyle. There's, there's a, I think there's, a, there's quite a good book that details the exchange of letters between the two. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it's quite interesting because uh, Harry Price, the, the psychical researcher, uh, had a, a, a similar love-hate relationship with Conan Doyle. Um, Doyle would famously write to both Houdini or Price and compliment them when their walk, uh, when you know their, one of their revelations uh, supported Doyle's belief in spiritualism. Uh, Doyle was uh, a fervent spiritualist and survivalist, um, and then the following week he would write to them equally uh, sort of scathing uh, when their work failed to complement his own beliefs. So yeah, they, they both Houdini and Price both enjoyed this love-hate relationship with Doyle. It's sort of like you and me, right? Yeah, just like you. And me. <laughs> you are the Arthur Conan Doyle figure. Oh, the thanks. Etern the hey, actually, actually, there is a comparison there in in, in a way. There. Is that? Don't you think? Well, I've I've not yet seen you in a deer stalker, but I imagine you would look pretty pretty dapper. Uh, you know, if we can get you out of that baseball cap once in a while. Uh, I do, I do, I do. I uh, do, we do. So, anyways, um, later on in the show, we're going to have, uh, I don't know, you, you must have seen this video that's been going around uh, from Up My yeah. Neck, which is Guilford, New Hampshire, and the store about this glass uh, plate dish that, that goes off the counter and smashes up. And uh, I believe you you're working on an explanation for this. Are you studying the video? And so I'm, I'm not going to ask you about it now. We'll we'll talk to the young lady first because maybe that will have some influence on you. Uh, yeah. The only thing I would like to say at this stage is that 
you know, a lot of these videos do appear um, on, on the internet, and I, I, I really don't spend very much time uh, worrying about them or trying to analyse them or explain them or, or debunk them or, or in any, because there are just so many of them, and it's it, you know, I, you're always at quite a distance from the original event. Oh, absolutely. Um, and you see this appear on your Facebook feed or, or on you know, one of the other internet feeds that from time to time. And, you know, life's too short sometimes. Um, right. I, <laughs> and mean, I, 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 I find a lot of people tend to want to have – they feel obliged to say something. You know, the, over here we have some British sceptical ghost geeks um, who feel – obliged to comment on every single video that appears and try to go to the umpteenth degree to explain it away. And I really don't take that attitude. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's an interesting piece of footage. Um, but without a whole raft of supporting information um, and testimony and context, it is just that. It's a video. Right. Absolutely. I mean, but because it's on the show, I have, yes, I have spent some time examining the video and watching it over and over. Right. Which is and, and, and unusual. Like, like I said, there are so many on the internet, and it, it is. But the thing is, this is local. Uh, it appeared on both Channel uh, Five in Boston and in Channel uh, Nine in uh, uh, Manchester. So it's it's got that local thing, and it made the regular news, which is always interesting. So I, uh, I, I'm I have some questions for you though that, that are sort of kind of related to the video. Um, which is, what's the reaction been over there to this video? You know, because you say it is local, so what's the sort of local ghost hunter reaction over there? Are they all, you know, excited about it? Of, they all want to investigate the place. What do you think? Yeah, has the store been absolutely inundated with ghost hunting requests? Is it now I, on the? I, I really don't know, but we could ask uh, Lisa when she comes on the show uh, today. But I, I would assume so because you know everybody tries to do the one-upmanships around here, so they they would do that. Um, have them tied I, into an the exclusivity ghost hunters, contract. Your friends, the ghost hunters, are going to investigate it. I, I don't know. Oh, sure, well. I heard something about that. What? Already, they're going to turn up. And... They may have. I mean, they're for, they're local too. I don't know if you knew that. Um, no, but I, I've been following the adventures of uh, another local to you ghost hunter of um, <laughs> great renown in America, I would guess. Uh, someone really? that we don't, we don't know over here terribly well, um, but she does, seem to, she does seem to like herself, um, which is somebody called Cece, Cece Huntress. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She yeah. she is here. Uh, I wouldn't say she's great renown. I mean, she's, oh, she, she's she got a small... Has a very high... Well, she has a very high opinion of herself. Well, everybody knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, I've just, you know, I've, I, I noticed that she's won numerous awards, um, all of which she administers. She does have an award show, I can tell you that. Yeah, and she's won many of her own awards, which I thought, thought was one way of getting them. Wasn't uh, she the one that climbed down a well wearing a, a mini skirt and a low cut top? I don't really follow her, so I, I really yeah, can't tell you that. Sort of a ghost hunting Laura Croft. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, now, there's, there's a girl I like. <laughs> yeah, because she's a cartoon and not real. 
Uh, I'm just trying to find out if we're ready for our thing. Uh, yes. Anyways, okay. So um, we do have uh, another Beyond Bizarre ready, so I thought we would play that now. And uh, this is from my good friend Valimitura and the Book of Bizarre. So can we roll it, please? The Ghosts of Hell. Northampton State Hospital in Northampton, Massachusetts, was home to thousands of mentally ill people over the course of its 200-year history. Nicknamed Hell by patients' relatives, the establishment was closed in the mid-1990s, but visitors to the site's buildings can still hear the squeak of a ghostly wheelchair coming down the hall, door slamming for no apparent reason, and disembodied footsteps. The Swinging Cure. Doctors in the 19th century had some pretty innovative ideas about treating mental illness. Asylums in England used to strap patients into a rotating machine that would whirl them around the room at high speeds. The motion of the ride was supposed to calm the patient's nerves. Some true and terrifying facts from Barla Ventura's Beyond Bazaar, available wherever books are sold. How did he know it was a squeak of a wheelchair? I don't know. Did you have that treatment? Uh, many, many times. Actually, when it started and it said that the ghost of hell, uh, because of the, it just sounded a bit uh, strange over the headphones, and Northampton, I thought it was the ghost of Cal, because he goes to Northampton. <laughs> it could be Cal. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's up in Northampton, but that's Northampton, UK. Oh, really? <laughs> Having conversations with ghosts. Yeah, originally, and I thought when I heard this too, it might be the ghost of Hell, Michigan, but uh, which you and I are both residents of Hell Island. Yeah, well, yes. we both have a square, a square inch or two, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Northampton. That's you know, uh, that's one of the things that we do have a lot of around here is uh, closed. Um, I hate to say insane asylums, but. Uh, Mental hospitals, that's a proper word. Yeah, here you it's go. It's pretty much the same over here. We've turned them into luxury apartments now, though. Oh, that's interesting. You know, all of these big um, sort of Victorian uh, asylums have uh, been bought by developers, one or two turned into hotels, uh, but the majority of them are, are sort of multiple apartment complexes now. I mean, they've always had big, you know, nice grounds and nice buildings, so. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I know that uh, one of the hospitals not too far from me, there are so many unmarked graves that uh, they can't really do any development there because they're going to run into uh, graves on the property. Yeah, we have a, a chapel just 50 yards from, from our houses is up for sale at the moment, an old Welsh chapel. Mm. And uh, it Imagine. comes complete. Uh, you could probably afford it. It comes yeah? complete its own graveyard. Oh, boy. you got to find so, out. Maybe I'll um, move in and be a neighbor. <laughs> you, would you, would enjoy, you would enjoy the views, that's for <laughs> sure. It's right on the top of the hill. and, and It dates back to the um, mid, uh, sorry, early 19th century. Mm -hmm. So it's pushing 200 years. Wow. Is... And you get your own graveyard. 
I think that's important. If you have a chapel, you should have a graveyard with it. I mean, especially in well, English. I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, it makes mowing the lawn interesting because you have to sort of go in and out of all of these old tombstones. You get a weed whacker. Ah, okay. Well, no, so, you might damage the stonework. Anyway. No, they have a plastic liner. It doesn't hurt stone at all. Anyways, um, it, we go back to the video, which we, we will be discussing right after the break. Um, when Lisa comes on. It, it, this is, I mean, you, you see a lot of them on the internet. For instance, not too long ago was the one of the shadowy figure. Yeah, in the, the pub. pub. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now, again, that, well, that was the one I was referring to before when I said that, you know, uh, a lot of the skeptics felt obliged to deal with these things. Um, you know, they, they watch the video once or twice. They see something and go, oh, I can explain that. It's dead easy. Mm-hmm. And then they write a long explanation on their blog yeah. um, as to why it can't be paranormal. Now, yeah, very, very rarely there is something um, that gives you a clue as to what's taking place. Um, but all too often, I think people just feel kind of obliged to say something about them. And of course, you know, you've got the video, you've got the news bit, which is probably three or four paragraphs of news, um, which of course being news, it's always hyped up a little. And no, you, really, really. And wow. so you, you're lacking the context you're lacking. And with the pub in particular, you know, um, I mean, there was an open admission of the pub by the pub that it was excellent for business. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, well, uh, that's what I was going to ask you. Does that draw business to it? Because I, I know that when oh, I yeah. do, we're doing this, a lot of restaurants, you know, if they have ghosts, they don't even mention it because they don't want anybody to know about it. Or if they talk to you, they, they don't want it on record. Uh, all the situation, 20 years ago, that was very much the case. You, you, uh, you were always, you know, very wary about mentioning um, any form of haunting uh, publicly. You know, you were dealing with a client and client confidentiality still is paramount. Uh, but you would go to great lengths to ensure that you didn't draw any attention to uh, something like a pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they, you know, they have their ghost and they have their marketing manager dealing with it straight away. A ghost is excellent for business. Although I did say that, uh, talking about Facebook and pictures on Facebook, there was a a billboard, uh, a for sale sign outside a a house in America and placarded across the top of it, it said, not haunted. (laughs) (laughs) Again, somebody turning the marketing around on itself. Speaking of that, do you know that uh, there are specific laws regarding hauntings and realtors uh, in selling houses? It varies state by state. There's no national one, but... Uh, some you are required to admit that it's haunted. Some of them you are required to tell them if they ask. Uh, otherwise, you don't have to. And then some of them you don't have to say anything at all. So, um, Well, I imagine the situation over there is, is different than, than here in the UK. There have been instances in the UK where um, people have been sued or countersued because a building is either haunted or not haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's always been left to the courts to decide. Uh, Stephen in the chat room. Uh, hi, Stephen. Um, Stephen, of course, who's coming over to Spirit Quest as well. Um, was there ever a history from this pub? Was there ever a history from this pub, or is this just an isolated instance? Um, it's hard to know for certain, Steve. Um, the, whole, the pub has got a 
story of of a ghost and a haunting um but how quite often in these cases you find that the backstory suddenly emerges uh where where none had previously been documented so um it's difficult to find out where the first story was and of course not desperately bothered because you know i'm not going to investigate it so i saw the well video that's an interesting thing and, and that was a question i was going to ask you now you wouldn't go investigate that Yet you would investigate a statue that turned around. I, I don't understand um, that. What's the difference? No, it's, it's not. No, it's not a case of I wouldn't investigate it. It's a case of uh, because I'm not investigating it. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of these videos, um, mm-hmm. and and of course, f- thousands of haunted locations, both sides of the Atlantic. Um, I concern myself with the investigations that I'm act- actively involved in. Mm-hmm. rather than sticky beaking into you know something that appeared on Facebook just for the sake of making a noise to you know my followers um, I know I know or, we're coming maintaining up to, a reputation we're coming up to the break very shortly but is it difficult and and who in your group parascience uh chooses the cases for you to investigate uh, well, it's down to me and Anne really um some cases choose themselves because they they get in touch and say, "Can you help us?" Um, we don't tout for business, and if a, if if a location is of interest and has the right qualities about the the case, you know, mm-hmm. is the stuff going on now? Has it been going on for a while? Are the witnesses good? Um, then I, it, it's valuable. Right, um, but you know. There's, there's a castle near me, Pembroke Castle, um, which only had no reputation. There were no stories attached to it. There were one or two minor stories that circulated amongst the staff relating to one instant incident. Um, but then a paranormal group turned up, and all of a sudden, um, it became, you know, uh, one of Pembroke's most haunted castles with a reputation that suddenly appeared to go back decades. Uh, all of which was, you know, entirely false. Well, that's an interesting question. It, for, say, for instance, and, and I know we are coming up to the break, uh, but if a place had spirits and, and there were people that didn't believe in them and no matter what they did, they just were ignored, uh, and then you brought someone in who was open to it, wouldn't that make a difference? Maybe the spirit activity would increase? The interesting is if you if you look at the a majority of locations, and I know one of our previous guests, MJ Wayland, has done this. Um, mm-hmm. It you look at locations which are described as the most haunted place in oh, X Y Z town, and if you look back twenty years in the guidebooks and the and the ghost gazetteers, there's no mention of them. Mm. Um, the story only exists since, you know, in the modern era, since ghost hunters have gone in. And the story of the haunting relates very closely to people's descriptions of their experiences. Well, there's a tune, so we're going to have to leave. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parsons and Ron Kolick on Tojanet Paradoxical's channel and beyond. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Radio with a cutting edge. Feel 
the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Bear Eggs Family. Take 6,427. All right. Hi, I'm Ron Kolick, author and lead investigator of the New England Ghost Project, New England's own Van Helsink. And I'm Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell, and I'm the lead investigator of East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. And we'd like to invite you to tune in. Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.toginet.com. So, so yeah, what are they going to hear on this stupid show? What are they going to hear? They are going to hear things that they can't believe are happening. Like uh, Beyond Bizarre. And Cemetery Tripping. Oh, that's your deal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, one of these days you're going to get uh, so scared of one of these cemetery tripping things that uh, you'll, I'll have to get a new co-host. <laughs> I am brave beyond belief. Nothing yeah, we'll see. scares me. Except- so anyways, if you're bored and you got nothing to do on Wednesday night, tune in to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Anne and Ron. See you then. And with the interesting sound effects and also the interesting beat of Ron Kolek's heart. In the background brings us back into part two of Ghost Chronicles International. You're listening to us hopefully live. You might be listening to one of the podcasts or you might be listening to one of the apps or wherever else we're appearing on a satellite broadcasting station near you. There you go. So joining us now is um, Lisa. Lisa, you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. I, uh, do you want to give your last name or not? Um, yep, uh, Ferrero, F-E-R-R-A-R-O. And you are the manager of, uh, oh, I can never say that word. It's a Alicoya Country Store in Delhi. Yes, I am. Say that again. Alicoya Country Store in Delhi. It so rhymes so, so nicely when you say it. <laughs> and, and that's in Guilford, New Hampshire, correct? It is. So, I mean, you guys have been thrown into the spotlight uh, over this video that's come out on the news. Um, you want to tell us how it came about and, and how it ended oh, up in the news? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, well, I mean, as you know, uh, 
you know, from the video that the um, Heidi Boyd, who was in the store at the time, would have walked away from the video or, or, or walked away from the um, area, you know, into our coffee area around the corner. And, um, you know, 48 seconds into um, her leaving, um, you, you, you see this, you know, this glass. It was a glass dome is what it was, like a cake dome. Um, <sighs> Just thrown. I mean, it's just it's it's unreal. I mean, I think that the biggest part is is you know that it was caught that that it was we you know the camera caught it because um, you know we've seen little things around here and heard little things and you know people have you know um, you know have had little experiences in you know in this store and, and in the barn and grill that's out back. Um, but you know you don't really think of too much of them, and you know because you know that's it's just you know you you see it or you hear it or whatever or uh, something goes on or off, and you just don't think much of it. But that's weird, and you know, and then you see this video and you're like, oh my gosh, you have to give all that other stuff a little bit more, you know, legitimacy as well. <laughs> so it's it's a little weird, definitely. Stephen, uh, can you hi 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 uh, Lisa. Um, could you, first of all, describe, because from the video, of course, we only see the inside of the deli. Um, can you describe its situation? Um, where, where is it located? Is it on a main road? Is it on a side street? Is it away from well, traffic? It's, it's in a rural area. I mean, it's, um, we're, it's originally an old farmhouse is what it is. Um, you know, the, the original setup was just, you know, uh, a farmhouse connected with the the barn and everything, and it dates back to the 1880s. And so originally it was out in the country. Well, now we, I mean, we do have like, you know, uh, condos and things like that around the area. Um, and it's a really nice lakes area, uh, the, the lake area um, here in New Hampshire. Um, so the area is really beautiful. But the population of the people around here are definitely. Um, you know, in the winter it gets slim, and then in the in the summer it gets thick because people are always vacationing up here, enjoying all our lakes and things. But um, yeah, it's uh, so we're we're I'd say we're put out into the I, I don't I wouldn't call it country, not not for here, but the the area itself is is you know not many people. <laughs> in in terms of its actual physical location, um, does does it, it front up like onto a street? If you will, um, it's it, it's almost it's they call it Route 11, and um, but it, but it's also called Lakeshore Road, and it it goes through um, you know many of towns and things. So we, we it's it's heavily traveled for sure. When you say okay. heavily traveled, are we talking cars going by every five minutes, every two um, minutes? Yeah, I mean once once the morning gets started, you would you you know you can get little traffic jams here and there in the summer, especially. You go, you know, because we have a state park and everything here. Right. So but we're not this was too not far the summer, out, you know. Um, that was in the middle of the day, too, that that had happened. Uh, okay. It was 3.30 in the afternoon on a Sunday. Uh, the store was, there was nobody in here but her. But, um, you know, as you see in the video, you know, it was, there was really no ac action. But then you see, you know, one of our helpers come in um, through the door a, a little bit later, if, if you were to watch the video on onward. But, um Anyway, so it's it's really slow this time of year. So you don't get very many people that that stop off because, you know, we're a barn and grill in the back and store in the front. And what's um? I, I, I was going to ask what <laughs> other you, you said you've had 
other little experiences and the odd weird thing? What's the, what sort of things have happened there? Well, I mean, every, everybody kind of has a, a little stories around here. Um, the, the, the bartender in the back, uh, when she was downstairs in the office, um, she had re- reported um, somebody tapping her on the shoulder, and um, she said she looked, and or she, she at first she was like, you know, stop, you know, and then she said, then, then they tapped her again, and she realized it came upon her that, oh my God, I'm by myself. She goes, I just turned and ran. She goes, I didn't even think twice. She goes, I, she, you know, and. For me, um, for my personal experience, I was uh, here back in 2002 when we first opened it, and um, you know I was standing at the register, you know, right in that beginning time where we were barely open and there was barely anybody around, and I mm-hmm. saw a man standing, and I, you know, as instantly as I saw him, though he disappeared, so I never really thought too much, you know, it was whatever, and and then. Um, I I'd lived upstairs in the apartment for a while as well, and I, you'd hear, ch- you know, children's feet running back and forth, and there would be nobody there. Be- and I would know that because I lived there, and I I'd even remember going up there once or twice to see if my older daughter didn't go to school because I was like, okay, already, mm-hmm. you know, like, who's up, what, what's going on? But again, you don't think of anything of it. I had cats, you know, you'd explain it away, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. I, I left for, you know, quite a while, so that was my experience back then. And then I came back in. Um, as a general manager once again, and, um, you know, and I was, I mean, even this last time, you know, I was here and um, a girl was whistling uh, this song that worked with me, and I told her to stop. And the next mm-hmm. morning, I, I find myself over at the coffee thing, and I hear this man whistling as loud as can be, and I, as soon as I teared up that I heard him, he, like, disappeared. I, I mean, it, 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 it stopped. So, you know, those mm-hmm. things that, that you think, you know, oh, but then, you know, you explain away. So, but when there's something like that, then, then when you see something on camera and it legitifies, it seems to legitify everything then for yeah. you, you know? What, what was the, uh, why did you go public with the video? What was the motivation for going public, the inspiration for going public with the video? Well, honestly, that, that, that wasn't, there was really no inspiration. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, let's go video, so let's go public. Um, uh, the owner, Steve Vazada, came in, and he was, you know, we were talking about it, and he was like, um, he was like, I, I, I don't think we should let this get out. Like, what's, you know, oh, my God. Like, you know, th- that was his first, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, you know what? I go, I'm going to post it on my, you know, Facebook. I said, I think it's hilarious. And he's like, well, what do you think's going to happen, you know, to our business? I go, I go, I don't know. I said, I said, I don't think it's, you know, I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to share. And, and he was in... And then I, um, I had called a friend of mine, or he had worked for me for a while at, um, at my, at my old, at the business I came from, and he's with the um, uh, Maine, uh, it's, um, sorry, Paranormal Maine Society. And so I thought, well, I'll give him a call, and I'll shoot him the video, see what he thinks, you know, and this is kind of how it came about. And he was like, oh, my God, I'm coming to see you, you know, like, this is, <laughs> this is crazy, Lisa, and I was like, I know, right? You know, and that's kind of how it came about. And now I'm, you know, we're like, I just, I can't believe that it's, well, I I guess when you can't explain something, everybody, you know, you can't explain it. You know, I mean, people, it's it's of everybody's interest. How could it not be, right? I guess, you know, that's how you what, feel. What's been the reaction then, by the sound of it? I mean, it's, it's, is this yeah, taking you by surprise? I mean, people, I mean, we get a lot of onlookers. I mean, you know, people who come in and say, I just, I just want to, you know, see where it was and, and people calling me and, and asking me about it. It's, I think it's just, it's just plain out curiosity, you know. And, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I mean, when, when you can explain it, you know, I, I think that that's, that's 
it's probably human nature, right? And I know that we have so many ghost hunters around here that you must be inundated with calls for people wanting to investigate it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we, we definitely have our share of calls. And um, it was going crazy in the beginning. Now it's settled down quite a bit, you know, and, and it's starting to thin out a little bit, which is, you know. But, I mean, we, I, I welcome any, any anything and, and anybody's explanation, you know. I mean, I don't have an explanation for it. I I don't expect my explanation to be any better than anybody else's or you know, we're just, we're, I'm just fabricasted by it. Just And the things that do happen, you know, you, you just got to think. it's There's got to be something there. And in that other realm, that everybody's so like, oh, you know. So let me ask you this. How, how is, I was just going to say. Just, wait, wait a second, uh, Steve. Okay. Before, uh, before we get into, when it, when it happened, okay, when, when uh, the, the girl was there, I forget her name. Uh when did you look at the tape? When I mean, what what was the idea of? Okay, let's see if there was video on it. Was it was it immediately well, or or when did that yeah. happen? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was Heidi Boyd that was here, but yeah, um, well, she had texted me right away, and I, I still have the text um, of, of her panicking this over this, and I was like, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then I mentioned it to the owner Steve Bazada um, that that next day we had talked about it. And um, I said that the, your, your dome cake thing, it broke. I said, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, that, no, you're kidding me? And he's like, oh, that's, you know, I, I, you know that was a gift. I, I hate that, you know. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. He's like, well, what happened? I was like, I don't know. This is the text I got, you know, and I read it to him. And I was like, I, I don't know what to tell you. So, um, and then, so that prompted him. He was like, well, I'm going to find out what happened to this damn thing. Like, you know, because of the, you know, her panic next and her text simply said it doesn't make sense it's on the floor and the and the pastries underneath weren't were not but you know touched it just you know like i don't know what happened it doesn't make sense you know that was her main message to me and so um his thing was mm, you know oh come on it doesn't make sense like everything makes sense i'm going to check this out so that's what prompted it is the you know curiosity of, of what, what what could have gone wrong here you know she 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 put it on, you know, or you know, or you know, and walked away, and then it crashed because she didn't put it on right. Like I mean, he was thinking, you know, he was thinking in terms of rationality, and um, wanted to find out, and that's what we found out. <laughs> Steve, I had cut you off before. Do you want to? Yeah, I was go. I was going to ask how how is Heidi now after the incident? Oh, Heidi's, you know, she it, it, she's she's good. She she is. Um, She's she was a little freaked out and and um, but you know she's like it's 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 like everybody else and and they're you know you just kind of like take it to you, you know I mean I, I I get in here at five you know right before we we open uh, for about forty five minutes to an hour and you know I mean you just you just got to put it in perspective you know that you know that, that I would say that that's the creepiest time is when you're alone you know and that's when you have to start putting things in perspective and um, we've all learned to do that. So, since since the uh, video um, was since the the event took place that, that that's shown on the video, has anything else taken place? Um, well, I don't. Yeah, and um, when I came in Sunday, um, some girls came up from Manchester and they were just leaving, and um, I don't know. Like, I don't. All I know is what what they what what they. Uh, gave me like our, you know, let me hear from their recorder, 
they had recorded when they walked in here. Um, they were recording, and so all I know is, like I said, I mean, this is just, I mean, I heard it from their, from their recording device, but I wasn't here when they were taping it. The other, the, the, the other clerk was, and I don't know. I mean, I, I, they didn't hear it until they played it back, but when they played back the tape, um, a guy walks, a guy walked through the door, and, and you can hear him walk through the door, and he says, oh, I figured the door would open, you know, by itself. And he made a joke, and his little girl next to him laughed. And right after this little girl laughed, you hear this um, this little girl say hi. Um, and it was, I mean, when I listened to it, it threw me back. But I, I don't know. That's a recorder. Like, I'm, I'm as skeptic as everybody else, and I feel like a recorder. Like, I don't know what to do with that. So right. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how legit that is. I have no idea anything of that. All I know is that they showed it to me, and I heard it. I heard somebody say that that it got out, but I, I don't know I don't know anything more than that. So mm. I hate to say it over you know radio, but that is what I heard, and that is what yeah. the, what they told me they did. So there you I, go. I, I, <laughs> I, t- I take it that the that the girls were there then to um, to actually conduct some form of investigation. That's why they Probably brought the recorder them. along. Pardon? The girls who were making the recording was that they just turned up and just did it, or had they? you know, sort of arranged to come along and make this recording. Yeah, well, they, they came all the way up from um, Manchester, which is about an hour, hour and a half from here. And um, they, um, that, that that's what they do, is that they go through buildings and things. And, you know, we, we get a lot of people like that lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tend to um, come in and, um, you know, just... Um, you know, have just are walking through with, you know, little things and trying to find energies and things like that. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> I, I do have to ask you a question though: is is what happened to the the pieces of the cake thing? The haunted collector. Nothing. Took them. That's that. That. that, that <laughs> it. What they were? They were peanut butter cups. We do little homemade peanut butter cups. No, no. Here. I mean the actual broken glass. Yeah, no, it, 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 there was no glass I mean, near the peanut butter cups. That, 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 that was why, Heidi, I mean, if it was just falling off, I think that we would have just all wiped it off as whatever, you know. Like, you know, but it, it, that was the, the amazing part is it was almost like somebody lifted it to get a piece of, of this peanut butter cup and the plate itself, you know, or the um, dome itself ended up... Um, breaking you know yeah, I, I but, don't know it's the, just, it's the, just funny. the broken pieces of the dome what did you but, end up um, doing with them anyway uh, hello Lisa Lisa pardon Lisa? what happened to the pieces of the broken dome that's the question oh well they, they, they had swept it up and, 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 and threw it away oh they did throw it away Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, because, uh, you know, you could do a spectrum analysis of it and see if there was any anomalies oh, to other. I see what you're saying. We didn't, we didn't, you know what, it wasn't even a thought. I mean, she had thrown it away because why wouldn't you? You know? Right, exactly. Glass, I mean, like, that's the that interesting. Was, uh, the first and foremost. I mean, we didn't even, well, we, we didn't even speculate at all. We didn't even, you know, that there would be anything more than human error here, you know? Right. Okay, um, I'm back. Don't know what happened. Oh, we lost Steve for a minute there. Okay, yeah, that's that's one of the things. I mean, it's interesting to look at the the uh, pieces and uh, see if there's any, uh, you know, actually do a spectral analysis of it and see curiously what it's it's comprised of, and also if there's any uh, or, uh, what's the traces or anything else that shouldn't be there. 
So, anyways, I know Lisa, you're at the store, so I think we're going to probably let you go unless you have any okay. more questions. Steve. Uh, no, I think I'd just like to thank Lisa for taking the time to to join us this afternoon. Okay. And we thank you so much. And uh, you know, uh, if anything. Uh, happens you have my email address and keep me informed we'd love to follow up with her okay lisa yes all right thank you i can't it's it's hard to hear you (laughs) sorry okay so uh thank you so much and and if you anything happens uh in the future can you let us know we'll keep you posted (laughs) all right thank you thank you bye-bye bye-bye Well, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, there was some interesting uh, additional pieces of information there for certain. I mean, did that help you or not help you? It was actually quite helpful. Um, and it's, but I've got to stress that, you know, I, I, I'm in no position to prejudge or to, to offer a definitive explanation, but there are, no. there is, there are certain things, I mean, uh, that, that I would like to offer forward that need considering. Okay. Um, the first of all is that, um, Lisa stated quite clearly, uh, that the cover was over the peanut butter cupcakes. Uh-huh. Um, now when you watch the video closely, you'll realize that the cover is actually upside down when it exits, uh, the counter. Um, it's, it's on the sort of the, the knob, the, the glass knob. Um, it's inverted for certain. It's absolutely certain it's inverted and it rolls across the counter before dropping onto the floor. Um, so there are two possibilities there. The, the, the first is, and it's not clear on the video, so it cannot be definitively said. The video is a little sketchy as far as, um, that one, the, the cover must have flipped through 180 degrees from covering the cupcakes to becoming inverted prior to falling off the counter or secondly and human you know human frailties um have to be taken into consideration that the cover had been lifted up to get something and then replaced on the counter inverted uh by by the by somebody um, and then curious on that now it is definitely inverted. Now, if you place a round cover that's based, it's then supported on a circuit on, on a round glass knob on a circular edge, right. uh, on a hard wooden surface. It is intrinsically unstable. Now, if you watch the video in the top right-hand corner where the door is, immediately, and I mean immediately prior to the object starting to move, you will see a double shadow, a, he- a heavy double shadow pass in front of the door which might suggest that a very large vehicle has just gone past now if the cover already being inverted uh, so it's intrinsically unstable mm-hmm. um, that might just be sufficient motion like with the Manchester statue for instance just, ah, to, start it, statue. just yeah. to start it moving and of course once it starts to move and get it doesn't require very much to gain momentum and it may just have rolled off the countertop it is, not, it is not the right way up when it exits the counter. It is am, definitely inverted. I definitely want to take a closer look at this now that you have mentioned all that stuff to me. So I'm kind of excited about that uh, and see what I can 
myself draw out of it. But uh, I that's, mean, I, that's I, good detective work. The, I mean, the, 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 the interesting... definite that you can say that definitely the glass top is inverted, so it's very unstable. Um, and a simple experiment, try it yourself at home, get a glass dome, turn it upside down on a hard surface and see how much force it requires to move. Right. Um, right. And secondly, look, look at the top right where the door is and you'll see this heavy double shadow immediately prior to the, the incident. But we don't know where that shadow's coming from, do we? No, we don't. No, no. And that's why I was asking about the situation of the building. And she did say it's on Route 11, which is a main street, which is heavily trafficked. Although it was yeah. a Sunday afternoon, that could still be a very large truck going past because there are other shadows, but they're not as intense. Right. Um, and the intensity of the shadow. Uh, the video is too poor quality to see if anything else is moved by you know, a, tr- uh, a heavy object passing at a truck. But it, it really wouldn't require very much. Um, I, I did a rough and ready sort of play around with a glass marble on the... I have a, a glass computer desk, um, and it really, you know, a glass... Well, a glass objects. computer desk is a lot more rigid than... No, 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 I'm not talking about making it vibrate, simply placing a, 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 you know, a highly unstable sort of glass marble. On a on a solid surface, um, you know, it, it there's virtually no point of contact between the two, um, so there's nothing to generate very much friction, and an, an upturned uh, glass cake cover uh, resting on its on its glass knob, and then the circular you know, sort of contact area of the dome. Right Go now, is the countertop is is definitely the countertop? Is it glass or is it wood? It, it appears to be wood, but from the video, you don't know whether it's flat level. You don't know whether it's indented. You don't know whether it's. Uh, you just cannot make those decisions from the video. Well, what I I'm saying s- is, glass on glass is a different than glass. Well, no, glass. I said that it was a rough and ready experiment, which I did sat at the computer desk ten minutes before we came on air. But th- all I'm saying with with absolute certainty is that one, the object doesn't describe a straight path. It 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 describes a circular path before falling and it is definitely inverted. That is the first certainty. The second certainty is that immediately before it starts moving, there is a a distinct heavy double shadow cast over the door area from the outside of the building. They are the only two certainties. Right. The rest of it is conjecture. I'm actually and looking so, at this video now, which seems to be the one I have now is a little clearer than the other one. Yeah. And what, what I, I'm interested in saying, is it inverted or is it not inverted? That's you, if my, you watch it the minute before it goes, uh, just the second before it goes over, you can actually see it quite clearly inverted. And there's the pizza bell. The interesting thing about that, I see where it's inverted, but the interesting thing on top of the cakes, it is not inverted. Well, that might be the case. It may be that uh, in that case, it would have to describe a rotation of 180 degrees. It was, and uh, that's just what I witnessed just like two seconds ago. Now, I can't see that on a, on a, a high-resolution monitor. I have a clearer video of this. Yeah, well, I, I can't see it. I can't, I can't see the, the motion path before, um, you know, it doesn't appear to pick up and turn over because there you would have a, a, a very unusual incident where the object would actually have to levitate 
rotate and then come back down again without making any noise before it hit the floor. Okay, it's really interesting because I, I just watched it again, and as it leaves the donuts or whatever is in there, there is a white object, and the, the object, the, the white object, it actually moves. Yeah, it rolls it, over a napkin. Yes, which is is extremely interesting. All right, so I know we're out of time. I'm gonna, you really okay. got me. I'm excited about this. I, uh, I'm only saying that the, you know there are no, two. No, no, I like. I like. This. It's inverted, and there's a heavy shadow. Then yeah. balance of probabilities would suggest that the glass dome had been picked up um, by somebody to access the, 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 the cupcakes underneath, placed temporarily on the counter whilst they went, got distracted and went to do something else. I, I w- that's not the, the case, though, because you can see it. It's, it's actually on top of the donuts. Well, if you, look, if you look at the video, there might be another glass cover in front of it that might be partially masking it, but I'm only dealing in absolute certainties. Yeah, I actually can see a very clear video. I have got a better, okay. better one than I think the one you're looking at because okay. I can actually see it on top of the donuts and stuff. So okay, fair enough. It's kind of cool. But anyways, you, we're out of time. Because it has to flip. We're out of time. Okay. So anyway, Steve, uh, thank you so much. You've been listening to Ghost Chronicles International right here on Tojanet, Parex, Ghost Channel Beyond with Steve Parsons and Ron Kowak. And thank you very much, everyone, and see you next week. Good night. God bless. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.